All right, time to get started on Monday. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the beginning of the end of summer. I'm not trying to make that sound like a bad thing. No, it's you, a fact. Right? But um, Teachers in, feel it. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> our girls are in school at the end of this week. Is it the end yeah. of this week, Jody? They it's really early back. the end of yeah. this week. Jack yeah. goes back Thursday and the twins go back Friday. Mm. It's over with, kids! <laughs> <laughs> See ya, summer. Uh-huh. No, you need that. It's going to be yeah. fine. You, you know, you don't get to the other good stuff. You don't get to football without it. You don't get to Thanksgiving and Christmas and Halloween. Yeah, I know. You're right. You yeah. don't get to the all that other great stuff without the other stuff you got to step over and into. Um, this weekend, I had a great weekend. I had the kids. Yes, and, and I also had uh, visual proof, finally, the first time ever, that my no solicit sign on the front door worked. You know the thing I put up like a year or so okay, ago? Okay, what exactly does your sign say? Hmm. No Wasn't soliciting, it please? It was please or thank you or something like that. It's It's got it's a polite, polite thing in there. Okay. Uh, and I'm sitting on the sofa watching TV, and where my sofa's situated, I can see straight out the front door. And I hear Gus start. So they can see you. I yeah. Got, well, I have a Roman shade pulled down so they can't. Got it. You want a complete description. Um, I heard Gus starting to rum, you know, oh, what's up? He, he knows the there's somebody outside. Yeah. And so I look and I see the guy walk up the sidewalk to the front door, stick his arm out about halfway, and then he stopped. And I saw him pause. He saw your And then sign. he turned and spun and left. Victory. So there you go. he saw the no soliciting sign. Yeah. And I don't have a, a, a video doorbell up or anything, so it was yeah. all the signs work. Yeah. Murphy's going to tell you, if you had a video doorbell, yeah. you could see who it was exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, he had a, had a clipboard, and obviously he was selling something. Yeah. Well, at some point, you know, you might actually need to explain to the person who doesn't read your sign, you know what I mean? That, oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to do this. Ding, ding. Uh, no, I... Point I, to him I, and... I, I'm not that... Point to it. I'm not that mean. <laughs> I have had people, though, that ignore it and come up and knock, and it's yes. like, yeah, I'm really not interested, but thank you. That's it. I, don't do, I don't do the head cock like You could always well, put sign? lights around the sign. <laughs> 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 Little blinkies. And you said your neighborhood association doesn't have a no solicitation no. rule? No. Yeah, see, because our neighborhood does, and there's a sign at the front of the subdivision. It's amazing. At the front of the subdivision, how that changes a whole lot. Yeah, it you saves know? you a lot of trouble right yeah, off the bat. Okay, um, lots of fun on the way. We'll tell you about making the world's most perfect sandwich hmm. um, later on. Coming up, though, next, first Hollywood Outsider of the morning. No kidding, ladies and gentlemen of the world. There's a Patrick Swayze documentary coming. Brilliant. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. There is a Patrick Swayze documentary in the works with all kinds of Patrick goodness that you can't handle, okay? And actually, a lot of interviews from with people that he worked with so not just patrick in ways you've never seen him before but like demi moore talking about him rob lowe i mean you're only on this planet for so long go for it now patrick had something about him that was very rugged but that also had that beautiful gentle sensuous ability to move truth Patrick performed like he had something to prove. He was a gymnast, a world-class cowboy, a ballet dancer? Really? I was just looking for any way to make a mark. I remember watching Patrick. Hey! Yeah, there's Sam Elliott. so good. He charmed everyone. He'd find a way in and make you just fall in love with him. Yeah. There there was the time in, in I guess, the 80s when every, everybody was in love with Patrick Swayze. He could do anything. Incredible. I still, How long has he been gone now? He passed uh, away, what, 10 years ago? 2007 or... 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 2009 he died. Mm, okay. Yeah. He ha- he lived with cancer and fought it for two solid years. Right. And after he died, I was like, I can't, I, there were days when I'd go, he's really gone? I can't believe it. <laughs> Same thing for Prince. Anyway, um, it's going to happen. This documentary is called I Am Patrick Swayze. It's going to air on the Paramount Network. Uh, later this month, August 18th. So, like, I need to find it online. And by the way, it's not just interviews and people telling their funny little stories. It's also his wife being real about some of the things he struggled with. He'd be bubbly and fun. And then as soon as he's by himself and alone, he would just crash. I have these demons that run around in my insides. I've done everything in the world thinking I'm going to get rid of them. I don't know if it ever will. Mm, That makes you hurt, doesn't it? Um, Bailey, do you know is Patrick Swayze on your radar? Like, um, I just saw that one movie with Whoopi Ghost movie with Whoopi Goldberg. Ghost, that's yeah, one of his biggest. The very good clay scene. <laughs> yeah, it is. An epic pottery scene. I never could make yeah. pottery look like that. <laughs> so much more, but that is one of his best. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, the Chippendales from Saturday Night Live? Oh my God, best no. ever. I don't. Best no. world's oh. greatest ever SNL bit. Oh. Chris of Farley. All time, of all time. We've got to share that with you, Bailey. Yeah. Okay, so the documentary is called I Am Patrick Swayze on the 18th of this month on the Paramount Network. Uh-huh. And um, let's find the SNL Chippendales bit for <laughs> Bailey yeah. next. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. So Sam just showed producer Bailey something he's never seen before in the Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it's a that video. before. It's a video. Seen it before. Okay, know, so in the Hollywood Outsider, I was telling you about the Patrick Swayze documentary that's coming later this month. Month to Paramount Television. Oh wow! Patrick Swayze, the late Patrick Swayze actor who was Mr. Dirty Dancing, the big iconic movie, movie from the eighties, and then uh, and then Bailey, you said you saw Ghost. So you yes. know of him from Ghost. Yes, exactly. Okay, but Sam said, do you know of him from SNL, the Saturday Night Live bit where he danced, the Chippendales no, dance with Chris Farley? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the, the it is the greatest the, SNL bit of all time. The premise of the bit is they're looking for their replacement Chippendale dancer and it's Chris Farley versus in the Chippendale outfit going up against Patrick Swayze, who's got the hair, the body, the everything. And... It, it was so iconic. This song forever yeah. is that to me. <laughs> well, it's tough to unpicture Chris Farley doing that If I were Farley watching Loverboy in concert and yeah. they played this song, they they would need to put the video yeah. up there yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. When he ripped the shirt off and started, oh. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll say this. I don't... You guys don't have this problem, <laughs> but as a woman, as a girl, you know, a young girl at this time... It was difficult because I wanted to watch Patrick Swayze, but I had to watch that's, Chris Farley. That's what everybody did because oh Chris Farley was so outlandish God. with the, you know, he it's barely could fit in the uh, Chippendales outfit. And it, he was just known for that crazy, ridiculous, over-the-top physical comedy. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Always that's one of my there. favorite Saturday Night Live routines. And so you're thinking, okay, Patrick Swayze, Chris Farley, this is an easy pick. We're going to go with Patrick Swayze, huh? <laughs> well, well, it's Saturday Night Live. Um, but before we tell you, I just want to say once again how truly difficult it was for us to make our choice. (laughs) And to thank you for your patience throughout this long, arduous audition. (laughs) We're gonna go with Adrian. Patrick Swayze. I knew it, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I, I just never wanted anything so much in my life. And now that I got it, I just can't deal with it. Oh, that's okay. 
<laughs> you know what? That, I don't know. It depends on, I guess, what age group you're in, but that was a really high time for SNL. Yeah. I mean, it seems like to me like, and then there was a time when Joe Montana hosted and I could not, I loved it. I could not get well, enough of that's it. Good. Kevin Nealon was in it. Michael Myers. Phil Hartman was around at that time. Yeah. Great David Spade, stuff. all those guys. So there you go, Bailey. Now you have the SNL Chippendales dancer. Mm-hmm. You know. Great. Best one it burned ever. into your eyeballs. Call or text us 877-310-4MSJ. Carmen is next, wants to set us straight while well, me on something okay. wrong that I said. Jump in and uh, join us anytime, 877-310-4675. You can call or text to that number. Good morning, Carmen. Good morning. How are you? Just peachy. Sweet. So, yeah, but no, you were talking about Dungeons and Dragons, the new movie, and a guy saying, girls play because I play. Um, Actually, there's a group of us girls trying to get together and have our own campaign of all girls. So, but I've been playing, my husband taught me to play when I met him 30 Mm -hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing ever since. He went overseas for mm-hmm. almost two years, and yeah. I had my own group that I played with without him. Oh, my goodness. So, so did you love it from the start? Were you guys dating? <clears throat> like, how did it, it happen? I mean, I was always into fantasy and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So learning to, I knew guys in high school that played, mm-hmm. and I, but I never did. Yeah. So when he's like, hey, why don't you learn this? I was like, sure, why not? And I've been hooked ever since. We actually mm. got both my children hooked on it. We had a time when it was us and my two kids and another family and their kids. Wow. We all play Dungeons and Dragons. So how long does one game last? Yeah. It varies. We like to play for at least four to five hours, maybe six hours in one setting. Because, you know, playing, we role play and just dungeon crawling and different things. How many times per game do you role play? Do you stand up and have to be somebody else? We don't have to stand up or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But role-playing is more, it's just um, spontaneous. So So does one person come out victorious? And if so, what do you win? Just bragging (laughs) rights? Bragging rights. (laughs) Bragging rights. Yeah, nobody comes out victorious on anything because we go in as a group. There's a group of us against the the, the Dungeon Masters. Okay. okay. I see. So you're playing against the Dungeon Masters. Gotcha. Hmm. They actually came out with a... um, Stranger Things Dungeons and Dragons kit. Oh, cool. And it has a miniature demigorgon. We all have little minis, too, by the way, that represents our character. Wow, Mm -hmm. Carmen. There's places that will teach you to play. Yeah. Okay. You guys all up for it? A six-hour game that nobody wins? (laughs) Sounds like Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking. Exactly. That's that's great, Carmen. Well, thank you for letting us know. Um, And it makes sense to me that, I mean, smart for them to capitalize on their totally. popularity in Stranger Things. Yeah. Right, now. right. It's the reason we're talking about it, actually. And if you think about it, I mean, so many different you know, role-play games, they're all, they're, the, the fiction is what makes it fun, right? Totally. It's an escape from reality. Yeah, no rules. Game of Thrones g- game I'd play. Yeah, yeah. Well, we already know that's that. That one, that one could be a little dangerous. Yeah. Okay, 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to jump in. When the news from the weekend is so difficult and so hard, and we are normally a fun, you know, family escape for you in the morning, mm-hmm. um, we're, of course, going to still do some of that for you, but we also want to share, you know, kind of where we go in our brains and hearts when this sort of things ha- thing happens, because we don't go uh, down political discussions and debates, and we don't want to focus on that. Um, we go back to... Something that Mr. Rogers 
spoke and told us and talked to us all about not just children but all of us um, after 9-11 so for children for all of us at this time here's Mr. Rogers if you grew up with our neighborhood you may remember how we sometimes talked about difficult things there were days even beautiful days that weren't happy in fact there were some that were really sad I'm convinced that when we help our children find healthy ways of dealing with their feelings, ways that don't hurt them or anyone else, we're helping to make our world a safer, better place. I would like to tell you what I often told you when you were much younger. I like you just the way you are. And what's more, I'm so grateful to you for helping the children in your life to know that you'll do everything you can to keep them safe and to help them express their feelings in ways that will bring healing in many different neighborhoods. In the words of Mr. Rogers, you know what I mean? Because I think what he was always best at is reminding us that as as parents, that's our, our job one is to make sure that our kids... You know, safe. understand in context with their age and right exactly they feel safe and they you know feel comfortable because mr rogers helps you feel better even that even if you're not a child right yeah. okay um yesterday i was running some errands with phoebe and she started asking me about it. she's 14 years old so she her question was very a very good one for which like, el paso dayton both uh, well el paso yeah. but you know we were talking about the fact that there were two right. this weekend and she's what like what's the she her question was like what's the motivation she used that word. I'm like, I, I said, Phoebe, who can know? But it's evil. It's hatred. You know, it's hatred. Mm-hmm. And I, that shows you really at any age, you know, n- nobody understands that one. You know what I mean? It, no. It, it, anyway. Uh, now is, and like Mr. Rogers kind of has told us, <clears throat> now's the time to look for the helpers. And that's what's happening now. Yeah. There are vigils. There's a lot of blood donation going on, which is needed. I know that um, there are, other hospitals sending therapy dogs oh. to um, the hospitals that got the most victims. Right. Like, and that's lovely. And you know those dogs know immediately to go to the person in the most distress. Mm-hmm. You know that? that That's how that happens. We've seen so, that in action. Yeah, I wanted to share that, Mr. Rogers, with you today. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift has done it again for fans. This is so cool. I don't know how other artists have never done this specifically, but it's so her. She's hosted another secret listening session with a select few, you know, hardcore fans Mm -hmm. for the upcoming album Lover. That's kind of cool. It is so super cool. So the new album arrives August 23rd, so later this month. She selects a few hardcore fans to hear all 18 tracks as guests in her home. She she doesn't do them live. She actually just plays them and... Yeah, she's there. Yeah, and they they handing out hors d'oeuvres. They get invitations. They get to come to her home. Yeah, she had uh, baked cookies in the shape <laughs> of hearts. She had rainbow colored rice crispy treats. Like she swears them to secrecy about the specifics of the album. Yeah, but they can talk about a few things. So here's what we're hearing about the cookies. Yeah, and the the rainbow colored rice crispy treats. I love that. Um, they all left her home, London home. Oh, they huh. love her secret sessions 2019 tote. That's so cool. Um, we do know that because of this session, there's yeah. one track that features Taylor with Katy Perry and Selena Gomez, a oh, song about wow. women's empowerment. That's interesting. Um, one of the 
Swifties, who's forever changed now, and Ultimate Swifty says that there's so many amazing bops and upbeat songs, but also some tearjerker. Right. Um, that Taylor told them that um, one of her all-time favorite songs is on this album that she's ever written, which is saying a lot. Oh, and in Taylor's closet, more, <laughs> more than four, well, like living room closet, yeah. more than 40 board games and a drone. A drone? And a drone. I wouldn't have picked Taylor for a drone person. I know. So secret listening huh. sessions. If you're a mad fan of her, one day you might get selected to do this when That's she the, has an album coming out. The only collaboration they mentioned, though, was That's that one? That's the only mm. one mentioned. Now, remember, before they leave... They are sworn to secrecy. Well, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's just like a funny special handshake or maybe they sign something, they but I'm sure they do. Probably had to sign something and give over the phones and everything. Man, all right, coming up around 7.55, another Hollywood Outsider for you. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Okay, time to start another work week. Yay. Just like that, you know, you're bleeping, um, the weekend's gone, but that's okay. Monday will be a good day for I, you. I wanted to mention we've had a bunch of shares and likes and comments on this dream cake icing that it's a recipe of my mom's. She made a cake for you last week, Murphy. It was your birthday. She made a red velvet cake with this dream icing on top. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. It's really your favorite icing because it's not yeah, too it. overly sweet. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it offsets the fact that the cake came from a box. So, you know, it was really, really good. You can dress anything up, huh? Is that what you're saying? Cake was made for you and hand delivered to you. I'm just kidding. Anyway, it was, it was awesome. And it's it, a so cold what, we, icing. Like we, you serve it on a cold, cooled cake, and mm. we you keep it in the refrigerator. So it's icing is really what we're talking about here, and we're still getting a ton of yes, comments about yes. it. Yes, yes. I mean everybody's loving it. I just wanted to say, Peggy said that what we called it. It's funny. It's just icing, you know yeah. what I mean? but it tastes great. No, I mean I'm serious about that. It it's really called, all the stuff we've talked about. It just it just shows you how people, you know. And, I mean, I get excited about food too. The moment that I hear something's good, I've got to try it. it. My mom calls it dream icing, and she found it online, and she makes it all the time, and we love it in the family. We ask for those cakes with dream icing, and then Peggy says that her mom used to make that the whole time on our on our Facebook page, but called it angel icing. Mm. Ah. <sighs> It's like an angel. Um, Michelle says that she uses the same, her mom used the same recipe. She uses it, except instead of vanilla extract or flavoring, almond? she uses almond. Oh, yeah. That makes it taste like a wedding, wedding cake. cake. Mm-hmm. So there's another thing. Like, huh. I'm not trying to change my mom's recipe because I like vanilla. Yeah, me too. I like that. Well, I can extract. see how you could do both of them. Isn't those. that cool? Yeah. So I just want to throw that out. Thank you for your comments, and we hope you enjoy and use it too. Uh, and make sure you refrigerate it, though. If you leave icing out that can't be left out, Murphy. Uh, yeah, you do need to refrigerate it. That is provided the cake actually lasts long enough for you to refrigerate it's it in the first place. Uh-huh. This is, mine is gone. Check it out on, one serving cake. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out on Facebook, Instagram, and murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, we got some new Prince albums coming out and a new. Dolly Parton podcast on the way. Sam's got music news. Uh, Prince Estate is putting out some new albums next month. New. Ah, slow down. I knew you were going to ask this. <laughs> new stuff I haven't They're heard. They're actually new on album. The, the three compilations have been out in the past. It was when Prince was going through his issues with leaving Warner Brothers and yes, jumping becoming over. a symbol. Yeah, Emancipation, Chaos and Disorder, and the Versace Experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, then September 13th, they're going to come out in vinyl form for the first time. Nice. Before they were like CD or just cuts here and there. Okay. The Versace one was, this is a cool story. It was only put out on cassette. Prince remixed some of his stuff, put it on cassette, and gave it out at a Versace show back 
in the 90s. Nice. It was like a little souvenir, a gift bag kind of thing. And so, and a bunch a of gift people, bag? And people were like, how can we get a hold of it? You had to be at the show. Oh, we want it. That's a so way to make something, you know. They're going to put exclusive. all three of those on vinyl, and they will be purple vinyl. Nice. nice. Oh, nice. yes. Look for yes, them. baby. Dolly Parton's getting herself a podcast. I think the world needs that. And this is kind of cool. It's going to be quality, too. I don't know if you've ever listened to the Radio Lab podcast. It's really fun. Murphy, you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it plays with your ears and all kind of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the guys that did that, they're going to produce Dolly Parton's America. It's a nine-part look at her life. Mm-hmm. Just everything that's happened in her life and how uh, how she's really a lot really relevant again with all the yeah. stuff she's doing she's got that netflix series coming later this year where there's gonna be like a it. movie about each song. each song you know the people that are going to be in that i mean Julianne dolly's going to be in it julianne hoff kimberly williams paisley brad paisley's wife kathleen turner Big. Uh, jennifer godwin you know yeah, all of these her. people are going to be in it so and dolly will be good. in it some the uh podcast is going to be uh, coming up n- uh, next month our phoebe will love that because she can't get enough dolly yeah loves her and i uh, got some more rock and roll reasons to head to vegas foreigners got their uh, vegas residency opening up Where are they playing? Uh, the Venetian. Yeah, that's okay. a beautiful hotel. Yeah, right now, it's going to be a mini one for like the first quarter of next year. And if it works well, then they're going to keep on going. So it's going to be... All Rock the, out. It's going to be great stuff. So you know, is I would it like the original that. members or... You know, I kind of knew you'd ask that. There's only one original new, uh, original member, okay. Mick Jones. Everybody he's else is cr- still in. He's the major writer, though, I want to say. He was the main yeah. writer. But, but while they've been touring lately, Lou Graham, the original lead singer, has popped up here and there and said, hey, so and, why not? and they've invited him in. Like, yeah, come sing a few songs. So it's Maybe Vegas. he'll surprise you. Maybe he'll show up. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. I think one of the most difficult things about a, a very tragic weekend like we had this past weekend is making sure that our kids actually understand and have a context and and, and that they have a, tra- a chance really to say what's on their mind, vent their concerns, and then you know have us as parents kind of provide that stability, that focus that mm-hmm. they need from us in a moment like this. Yeah, and something we like to share when these horrible things happen is the person who makes us feel better. No matter what your age, this person just like holds our hand, takes us on that, you know, and takes us through it, and that is Mr. Rogers. Hello, I'm Fred Rogers. Some parents wonder how to handle world news with their young children. Well, we at Family Communications have discovered that when children bring up something frightening, it's helpful right away to ask them what they know about it. We often find that their fantasies are very different from the actual truth. What children probably need to hear most from us adults is that they can talk with us about anything and that we will do all we can to keep them safe in any scary time. I'm always glad to be your neighbor. So true. And, you know, I mean, those seeds that we plant now with our kids actually will, you know, they'll pay dividends later. You know, it's when you become a parent, especially when your kids are little, it is your first, for me it was, my first natural reaction when something really bad happened was to just shield them from it and don't even talk mm-hmm. to them let them be you know let them be little let them play um but you know as they grow up and then they have phones they're they're reading and hearing about stuff the same times that you are yeah right 
And so you really do need to say, hey, do you want to talk about this? Or maybe they'll bring it up to you. And as a parent, too, I find you have to, I guess, temper your instant reaction to some of these things because they are watching you. If, sure. you're, if your reaction is, ah, you know, anger right, or blame or right. whatever. Which, and you got to keep in mind what Mr. Rogers said and the way you address the kids. Because they need to feel like they're OK yeah. in the moment. Yeah. 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 Nobody was better at that than Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers also taught us, and you can do this with kids today, too, or anytime um, there's something really scary going on. Look for the helpers. Mm -hmm. You know that? They're doing blood drives in El Paso and in Dayton today. They're doing vigils. I know that there are therapy dogs being brought from other hospitals into the hospitals where the victims and first responders are. So look for the helpers. And um, we just wanted to give you that this morning as we go on with our... You know, silly Monday morning way. You know, we love to hear from you. So give us a call any morning. 877-310-4675. Yeah, you can text us there also. We love to hear from you, like Jody said. What's going on, Lori? I just wanted to talk to you about your sandwich press. Congratulations <laughs> on the sandwich <laughs> press. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you all my one? friends know, I'm, I do, mm-hmm. I'm known as a sandwich queen. I love sandwiches. Okay. Um, <laughs> But I'm very picky about my sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before I got my sandwich press, my husband and I went to Hawaii, and um, we decided to take a little picnic. And so we went to the store, and we got all the stuff to make sandwiches. And to me, if you have cheese on a sandwich, it's meant to be melted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah, I agree. And, of course, I didn't have a sandwich press in Hawaii at the hotel. Right. So I took the iron. I wrapped the sandwiches in aluminum foil. Oh. And I pressed the sandwiches yes. on the ironing board. Oh, and really? made these spectacular, yummy, yummy yes. sandwiches. You are <laughs> serious. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm serious about sandwiches. Wow. No kidding. What I... setting did you use on that iron? Was it linen or? Okay. It, <laughs> it was hot. I love it that it's you're hot. so serious about it. And I may, when I make a sandwich, I put a lot of love into the way that I make it. You do. For instance, I can't watch Murphy make a sandwich because he'll <laughs> squirt like mayo or whatever sauce he's putting. He'll squirt it in the middle and not even spread it. Oh, and yeah. it's like he puts oh, this no. big blob and Bad. throws his meat on there. It's like you're going to get uh, a mouthful of mayo and then dry the rest of it. I spread it completely. Right. I yeah. stack it up. It's a work of art. <laughs> I mean, that's like putting peanut butter on in a blob and leaving it in the middle. Mm-hmm. you got to spread everything on I a sandwich. Oh, I know. Hey, peanut butter and jelly is good grilled, too, as well. Ooh. I've never huh. had that. No. Yeah. Because it melts the peanut butter. Ooh. Yeah. I will never forget this every time I see an iron in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> That's Eva. right. That's why they're there. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. Oh, I love your show. Thank you, Lori. We appreciate that. You just have to be careful. You don't want to get melted cheese on the iron. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Probably I don't know if I could do that. on your own doing that. But yeah. yeah that, uh, that's I, pushing but it. That's I, sandwich love. In, in my defense, you know, I mean, I am able to spread the mayo and mustard with the bread just fine. It actually just does evenly spread it out. To. It's no, you, You're saying when you put the top piece on, Murphy, that it spreads it naturally. It doesn't, though. It you squishes a little, but it doesn't use. spread it you, right. As you rub the bread together, is the, you know, if you you're making a wish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love to hear from you. Thank you for that, Lori. 877-310-4675. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're going to try to explain, I think maybe for producer Bailey's sake, because he's getting to know us all, Yeah. why Sam is so impossible to please. What? 
Something interesting happened in here just a minute ago. Dum, dum, dum. Um, someone brought Sam some donuts. It's a box of donuts that handwritten on the top says, thank you, Sam. I didn't know that those were donuts. Yeah. That's, anyway. I, I, I was, well, I saw the box that said, thank you, Sam, but I wasn't in the room when they were dropped off. Right, you off, missed the so. side conversation. So they get dropped off. It was a, a, a girl who works here. Sam did her Ooh, a favor, yeah. you know, and she's like thanking you. And it's sweet. Yeah. And as soon as she walked out of the room and, and turned the corner, you go... Sam goes, I was hoping for kolaches, but <laughs> donuts. And Bailey's like, oh. Yeah, and no, just, and then he continued. He was like, oh, yeah, these donuts look sweaty. I wish they were glazed. I know, I know. <laughs> really? And then I'm like, yeah. Bailey, this is who he is. It's almost like it, that's your first trigger. <sighs> One of your exes once told me, not like a, come, I gotta tell you something. Well, let's like, not just, give out names. We're just hanging around, <laughs> and she was like, he's impossible to please. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Impossible yeah. to please. When you open that up, I'm thinking, wow, one lemon and two grape jelly donuts? That because he ate the Bavarian cream. <laughs> anyway. Wait, um, you ate the what? Which one? Bavarian cream. Yeah. I okay. ate one and Bailey ate two. Okay, so anyway, this is, that is just who he, that's who Sam is. Um, but also, it doesn't mean in, you're miserable. It's in, just what you call attention to. In my defense, though, I properly thank her for the donuts did. and I would not say in front of her oh no kolaches so, I know so, I know uh, why in the world this, why would you be expecting kolaches at I don't know just impossible yeah. to please I don't know the point. because some of the people around here favor kolaches and I thought well maybe she this is one of the kolache people she and brought the box she would bring kolaches because it, it was just a plain white box I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be kolaches. Is that just your that though? Back to it. It's your just your natural first kind of thought with things. That's why you're impossible to. He never likes a movie. He's you always find something wrong with a movie. It's like a habit. Is that how you grew up? Let's <laughs> wow. well, call I'm my asked, mom and find out. I'm just saying you can get in a habit of like complaining or finding the nitpicky. Can't you? Yes, I can, and that's what I get into. And I think that's why I do that. It's just yeah. because. Expressing it's it. almost like you have to ignore the first thing Sam says, and then we'll have then we'll worry about what he has to say. Yeah. Well, would you agree with that assessment by your ex that you are impossible to please? Oh yeah, and that's mm. part of the reason that she's an ex. Three of those people are exes. <laughs> it's not the whole reason, but yeah, it's part uh. of the reason. I found out after the, and this is funny too because this wasn't things I heard in the relationships, but after the relationships down the road now always. Oh yeah, and you were impossible to live with. It's like oh, oh really. Maybe I'll stay single. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift did another secret listening session for her upcoming album, Lover, for yeah. fans this week and tell you what she cooked for them while they were in her home. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. No artist has their fans in the palm of her hand better than Taylor Swift, and she's done it again. What'd she do now? She did another secret listening session for her new album called Lover, which is debuting, dropping the 23rd of this month. Mm -hmm. So she selected, hand-selected a few hardcore fans um, to come over to her London house to be guests um, and listen to the 18 tracks on the new album. Now, she swears them all to secrecy. They can't give away too much information until the (laughs) album (laughs) drops. But they can't have their phones on them either, yeah. probably. That's right. They can't take pictures and stuff like that. So anyway, she bakes cookies for them. They were heart-shaped cookies. Uh, there were rainbow-colored Rice Krispie treats uh, you know, served at this one. You think she actually baked those herself? No, but you <laughs> never know. Okay, so um, they all go home with a Lover Secret Sessions 2019 tote. 
Hmm. Um, but there's some other stuff we know, though, from the secret sessions that happened in London this weekend. Yeah. Like um, one fan who couldn't talk much did say there is a track on the album that features Taylor, Katy Perry, and Selena Gomez, a song about women's wow. empowerment. Okay. Um, also that... Was that listener ever heard from again? <laughs> in Taylor's closet, like the main room, got not, not a, like a bedroom closet, but living room, I guess. Uh, more than 40 board games and one drone. <laughs> but um, Ann Taylor told the little crowd there in her home that one of the songs on this album is an all-time favorite she's ever written. Oh. Just saying a lot because she writes yeah. She's songs written a lot of good stuff. Like we put on and take off makeup. So I'm mm-hmm. um, Lover dropping August 23rd and chances are she'll do another Secret Sessions you know, party for fans in a, different, in a different home, one of her other homes. And like she's also doing the that States, good, good Morning America thing you told us about. She is a summer concert series that, you know, Central Park and they're going to block off. Like, you'll be able to get free tickets yeah. when they are, are available and then fans will camp out a night or two nights before and she'll be on Good Morning America Mm -hmm. for a free concert. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Another outsider coming your way this morning around 8.30. Sam, you know that Murphy and I love music, especially Murphy, so he's like the DJ at our house. You know, it's funny being married now for 20 years. I've adopted some of the songs that you love and you've adopted some of the artists that I love. Not all of them. But some, right? Yeah, it's fun. There's always music. We like to surround, like not, we, we play music in the house almost all the time, but Murphy doesn't just play music. He he wants to be surrounded by yeah. every room you I, walk I, into. I totally this. agree. When I have the echo, I have the echo set up on a group yeah. that's like, it's super I say cool. play here. So no matter where I am, it's, it's just there. Yeah. It's super cool. And our girls have adopted that, you know, and our girls, uh, Taylor and Phoebe have some really cool taste in music. Mm. Phoebe specifically lately in the last year, she has discovered David Bowie Ooh. and she's into Bowie and she is that's, into Bowie music that I don't know. Well, yeah, I She's mean, gone really deep. That's a way, I mean, I was a little bitty bitty whenever David Bowie was first at the scene. I feel like I need to thank her for introducing to me some of it that I didn't ever know before but randomly the other day we're in the car I'm driving she's in the passenger seat and I'm flipping around and boom Phil Collins okay and she's like oh my oh my god I hate Phil Collins what? please turn it off and I'm like I'm sorry what you're 14 years old what right do you have to hate Phil Collins <laughs> I, I don't even know, understand there was a time where there was too much Phil Collins yeah, but she wasn't in that, that time. You know, yeah, I mean, that was 20, 30 years but ago. That, and her reason it's for it random. is really weird because she says it's it's his voice that is a problem for him. I'm like, he's a very unique, voice. very, I mean, this is an iconic rock, you know, pop yeah. guy from the 80s. And he's got a great voice. And then Murphy tries to tell her, you know, he played, a, he played drums too most of the time. Well, he played drums almost all the time, actually. Yeah. yeah. He was the drummer in Genesis and sang. As there the, are times when we will be playing whatever. We'll just be busting out a bunch of 80s Mm -hmm. and if that pops in you know we're like is phoebe about to come out of her room and fuss because you know we'll play it so loud in the house that you can't escape it yeah anyway it isn't that that random collins wow yeah i know i thought it was kind of random holland oats i can understand oh stop oh stop coming up with murphy sam and jody all right back to you we love hearing from you 877-310-4msj carmen is next Jump in and uh, join us anytime, 877-310-4675. You can call or text to that number. Good morning, Carmen. Good morning. How are you? Just peachy. Sweet. So, yeah, but no, you were talking about Dungeons and Dragons, the new movie and a guy thing. 
girls play because I play. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, there's a group of us girls trying to get together and have our own campaign of all girls. Oh. So, but I've been playing. My husband taught me to play when I met him 30 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing ever since. He went overseas for mm-hmm. almost two years, and yeah. I had my own group that I played with without him. Oh, my goodness. So, did so, you love it from the start? Were you guys dating? <clears throat> like, how did it, it happen? I mean, I was always into fantasy and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So, learning to, I knew guys in high school that played, mm-hmm. and I, but I never did. Yeah. So, when he's like, hey, why don't you learn this? I was like, sure, why not? And I've been hooked ever since. We actually mm. got both my children hooked on it. We had a time when it was us and my two kids and another family and their kids. Wow. We all play Dungeons and Dragons. So how long does one game last? Yeah. It varies. We like to play for at least four to five hours, maybe Whoa. six hours in Whoa. one setting. Because, you it's know, playing, we role play and just how dungeon many, crawling and different things. How many times per game do you role play? Do you stand up and have to be somebody else? Huh. We don't have to stand up or anything mm-hmm. like that. But role playing oh, okay. is more, it, it's just um, spontaneous. So. so does one person come out victorious? And if so, what do you win? Just bragging <laughs> rights? Bragging like, rights. <laughs> bragging rights. Yeah, nobody comes out victorious on anything because we go in as a group. There's a group of us against the, the, the Dungeon Masters. Oh, okay. okay. I see. So you're playing so, against the Dungeon Masters. Gotcha. Hmm. They actually came out with a... Um, Stranger Things Dungeons and Dragons kit. Oh, cool. Ah. And it has a miniature demigorgon. We all have little minis, too, by the way, that represents our character. Wow, mm. Carmen. There's places that'll yeah. teach you to play. Yeah. Okay. You guys all up for it? So. A six-hour game that nobody wins? <laughs> Sounds like Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking. Exactly. That's, that's great, Carmen. Well, thank you for letting us know. Um, and it makes sense to me that, I mean, smart for them to capitalize on their totally. popularity in Stranger Things. Yeah. Right, now. right. It's the reason we're talking about it, actually. And if you think about it, I mean, so many different you know, role-play games, they're all, they're, the, the fiction is what makes it fun, right? Totally. It's an escape from reality. Yeah, no rules. Game of Thrones g- game I'd play. Yeah, yeah. Well, we already know oh, that's that. That one, that one could be a little dangerous. Yeah. Okay, 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to jump in. When the news from the weekend is so difficult and so hard, and we are normally a fun, you know, family escape for you in the morning, mm-hmm. um, we're, of course, going to still do some of that for you, but we also want to share, you know, kind of where we go in our brains and hearts when this sort of things ha- thing happens, because we don't go uh, down political discussions and debates, and we don't want to focus on that. Um, we go back to... Something that Mr. Rogers spoke and told us and talked to us all about, not just children, but all of us um, after 9-11. So for children, for all of us at this time, here's Mr. Rogers. If you grew up with our neighborhood, you may remember how we sometimes talked about difficult things. (laughs) There were days, even beautiful days, that weren't happy. In fact, there were some that were really sad. I'm convinced that when we help our children find healthy ways of dealing with their feelings, ways that don't hurt them or anyone else, we're helping to make our world a safer, better place. I would like to tell you what I often told you when you were much younger. I like you just the way you are. And what's more, I'm so grateful to you 
for helping the children in your life to know that you'll do everything you can to keep them safe and to help them express their feelings in ways that will bring healing in many different neighborhoods. In the words of Mr. Rogers, you know what I mean? Because I think what he was always best at is reminding us that as as parents, that's our our job one is to make sure that our kids feel you know, safe. understand in context with their age and right exactly they feel safe and they you know feel comfortable because mr rogers helps you feel better even that even if you're not a child right yeah. okay um yesterday i was running some errands with phoebe and she started asking me about it. she's 14 years old so she and her question was very a very good one it's like, which el paso dayton both uh, well el paso yeah. but you know we were talking about the fact that there were two right. this weekend and she's what like what's the she her question was like what's the motivation she used that word. I'm like, I, I said, Phoebe, who can know? But it's evil. It's hatred. You know, it's hatred. Mm-hmm. And I, that shows you really at any age, you know, n- nobody understands that one. You know what I mean? It's, no. It, it, anyway. Uh, now is, and like Mr. Rogers kind of has told us, <clears throat> now's the time to look for the helpers. And that's what's happening now. Yeah. There are vigils. There's a lot of blood donation going on, which is needed. I know that um, there are, other hospitals sending therapy dogs oh. to um, the hospitals that got the most victims. Right. Like, and that's lovely. And you know, those dogs know immediately to go to the person in the most distress. Mm-hmm. You know that? that That's how that happens. We've seen so, that in action. Yeah. I wanted to share that, Mr. Rogers, with you today. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Heads up to all the ladies of the world. Patrick Swayze's life and career are going to be honored in a new documentary called I Am Patrick Swayze. Wow, Where, creative title. Um, well, it's about the man, mm-hmm. not just the movie star. How you like that? Um, and people like Demi Moore and Sam Elliott and Rob Lowe doing interviews about what it was like to work with him, but also his wife. He'd be bubbly and fun, and then as soon as he's by himself and alone, he would just crash. I have these demons that run around in my insides. I've done everything in the world thinking I'm going to get rid of them. I don't know if it ever will. Oh, listen to that. Paramount Network on August 18th. So after that, I'm thinking, look for it online. It's called I Am Patrick Swayze. Does he address that uh, issue in the plane where all the beer cans fell out? Probably. It's called I Am Patrick Swayze. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Folks at Oscar Mayer, I don't know. This is unbelievable. I, I I don't even know if I want to try this one. Okay. Oscar Mayer has uh, unveiled that they're coming out with hot dog ice cream, a hot dog ice cream sandwich next month. Mm. Huh? No. How does that it, work? It's called the Ice Dog Sandwich. It sounds like there's a, a, a Oscar Mayer wiener in the middle of a sandwich. Bing. Doesn't sound like it's, it's rocket a science. Hot dog infused ice cream with real bits of candied Oscar Mayer hot dogs in the oh, ice cream. That's how it works. It's sweet, and it's going to be sandwiched between two cookie buns, so it'll look like a hot. dog. Okay, so it just looks like a hot dog. It's not doesn't have real meat in it. No, it does. It's it got has, meat. It's sweet ice cream meat. that has real hot dog pieces, candied hot dog pieces infused in the ice cream. This meat. is America. Meat. Welcome to yeah. America. Well, if you consider hot dogs meat, you know that's kind of <laughs> up in the air too. <laughs> Okay. Kind of. Well, Chicken. I mean, they're not going to put something out that's gross. So, uh, you know, I mean. Well, do you think this they sounds. They put stuff out that's gross. If it's candied hot dog, maybe that. I mean, it's going to be the salty and the sweet. So I guess it'll all cover it. And with the <laughs> Murphy sounds buns, like he wants to try it. I well, do. I, I guess I don't know why I'm having trouble believing that this is actually meat. 
I, I just don't. I mean, it's like, are these the red hots that they're putting in there? You know what no, I mean? And no, they're, they're putting calling meat. It meat. Real bits of candied Oscar Mayer hot dogs. There so, you go. Okay, so this is the thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Well, I mean, what happens when you bite into a frozen hot dog? Ugh, you get cold. <laughs> That's what. Ugh. Well, Dolly Parton's got something else to add to her plate, working nine to five. <laughs> she always works. And, you know, she is going to be in the nine to five reboot. Yeah. That's coming Rightly along. so. All the ladies are. But uh, they're coming out with a Dolly Parton's America podcast, a nine part series that's going to debut next month. Is it just her talking with somebody? Talking with somebody, yeah. She's not yeah. going to lead it. She's going to be the one that's being interviewed, and it's going to be all about her her life, everything about her life, country music, Well, yeah. some of the stuff we we already know, but I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we don't. Well, yeah. as somebody who's seen her in concert, I mean, she's a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. And, you know, earlier you, you mentioned that she kind of disappeared from relevancy for a little while. I don't think she ever did. I mean, ever since she, mm-hmm. Dollywood's been, you know, it's got her name for over 30 years now. I mean- She's never lost it. Well, you know I, what I mean? It, I guess it just seems like in the past couple of years, she's just been everywhere. Because, she you has. know, ever since the, the, resurgence. the yeah. movie came out on NBC at Christmas, The Coat yeah. of Many Colors or whatever. So good. And then the follow-up. And then now she's got the Netflix series that's coming out this fall mm-hmm. based on each of her songs. She's a national treasure. Yeah. She's just, you know, every single person in the world that you could, famous that you could ever meet, she would be the, the big well, one. the thing is, it's a rags to riches story, and uh-huh. nobody ever dishes dirt on Dolly. She doesn't dish dirt either. She well, yeah, dish. that's what I'm saying. It's just it's amazing. That, you know, There's I mean, no just, dirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure maybe Porter that, Wagner had some dirt on her. I mean, maybe that's part of the appeal about it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's almost like an escape, but it's reality. It's real. Yeah. So Monday's not really done yet, for us anyway. We've got another After the Show podcast, another episode coming up later today for you to enjoy, and we invite you to come be a part of it. 